hello, hello, and welcome everyone to Soul Citizens. I am Griffin Gaming RPG, and I am a Soul Citizen along here with some wonderful, wonderful Star Citizen, Citizens of the Stars. And uh, we're going to go around the room real quick and let everybody introduce themselves. I'm going to start with uh, Mr. Fastcart on my, what are you, on my left Fastcart? <laughs> uh, Fastcart, why don't you uh, tell us who you are and uh, what you do in Star Citizen? Hello, my name is Fastcart, also known as FC, because it's easier to type than Fastcart. Um, what I do in Star Citizen, I'm, I usually moderate for different channels, like Relay, Astropub, some test gaming um, channels and stuff like that. I also um, I got started with the Boston Bar Citizen scene, but other people have taken over since, that, since then, because I don't drink. So, it's, you know, it's got it's a rule of requirement. You have to drink in order to be a host and find find a great spot. It's not a rule or anything like that. But yeah, other people are better suited at it. I, but I did get the ball rolling for the Boston Bus Citizen scene. And I go to Star Citizen, uh, Citizen Con. I go to. Uh oh, did we lose Fast Cart? I think we lost Fastcart, so we have to come back to him. Let's go ahead and come around the circle a little bit more and go with Seer. Seer, why don't you go ahead and fill us in a little bit about you, buddy? Okay, looks like we lost Fastcart. Oh, there he is. He's back. Okay, there he's back. Okay, that's okay, buddy. What was the last thing you shared? We lost you for a few seconds. Your video kind of went completely out. Yeah, sorry about that. I, I don't know. I don't know what was the last thing you heard. Uh, you were telling us about I the bar it. citizens. You were wrapping up about that, yeah. telling us about how how that had moved on some other people who were more capable. Oh uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, other people who are, who are um, more suited to run the bar citizen scene in, in the Boston area take it over for that. And I go to um, PAX, like PAX East, or sometimes PAX South, or whatever. The PAX South ones, and I just try to have a good time and have other people have a good time. Nice, nice. How long have you been a Star Citizen now, uh, Fast Card? You started back when? 2014, October. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All but right. I, I heard about the, I heard about the Kickstarter, but I didn't play Wing Commander. I played more of the Lucas Arts game. I played the X Wing and Pike uh, Fighter game instead of the Wing Commander game. So I didn't really, I wasn't in that initial rush. But a friend of mine from um, the Star Wars Lord Republic Guild. Um, said mentioned the Star Citizen, and then I saw a Citizen Con presentation, and that's what hooked me. Nice, nice. Seer, how about you? Let's hear about you, man. All right. Um, hello, everybody. Seer the Sixth. Um, what I do in Star Citizen is I focus on analytics. Um, for me, I love aerospace. I work for Boeing. I work on the real life version of the Starfare Gemini, and I like translating what I do in real life. And like putting perspective in game and just be entertaining and try to spread the wealth of knowledge that I know about components, ship hard points, and a lot of other cool little things within Star Citizen. That's mainly what I do. And you stream, right, as well? Um, very, very. I stream for the character, but I mainly just do YouTube for now. Okay, cool. Awesome, awesome. And you are one of the co-hosts from time to time on Info Runners, is that right? I am. Okay, great. I learned a lot from you, brother. You and your technical. I'm, I'm hoping you bring that technical skill here to us because um, I don't believe in none of that technical stuff. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Kimmy, let's go to you, man. Tell everybody a little bit about you. Oh, uh, yeah. I've uh, been a backer since 2013. Uh, had um, a lot of ex 
what gameplay experiences with the original Wing Commander, Privateer, and so Chris comes back with this project of Star Citizen, so it definitely intrigues me. So I uh, got into the game, backed, and the rest is history as far as uh, really uh, seeing the development of the game over the years, of course. And um, this, is, this is the game for everyone. This is the dream game. Um, so I started to, it really inspired me just seeing the, the, the love and the passion of this community and starting to see streamers do this. And I said to myself, this is interesting. So I started dabbing into streaming myself. And uh, I'm an occasional streamer that, that uh, mainly focused on Star Citizen and talking about the, my main focus on my stream is basically the, the gameplay implement, uh, mechanics of the game um, and features that are coming down the line. And I do a little theory crafting about it too, but uh, it's, it's fun, it's good uh, entertainment as far as what the possibilities are. And it's a hopeful way to uh, get across some ideas that, that uh, CIG may take into account to incorporate into the game. Because uh, as Chris said from the beginning, we're a part of this whole process. And, and that's one thing that I've seen uh, with the development of Star Citizen, learning the, the development side of Star Citizen. So I'm in the technical field and it's 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 all seamless to me and the tech that they're really pushing and and getting on the getting things on the cutting edge is is mind blowing. Cool. So yeah, I'm happy to be here and uh yeah, big fan of the game. Awesome, awesome. Well again, I'm Griffin Gaming. Uh I'm in part of Test Squadron. I've been in Star Citizen since uh, I think 2013. I started looking into it. I was an Eve player uh by 2014. I was sold, bought into it and sucked into the black hole of Star Citizen. So, um got to follow all these guys online and really admire the work that they do and what they're going to bring to this show as well. So I want to say thank you to those who have helped us. Um, Astropub, I see you out there. Thank you. Uh, you did a lot of pushing for us and really appreciate that. And some other friends that are out there as well. Uh, thanks for helping us get off to a really good start. Um, Soul Citizens is basically going to be this, like a lot of other shows. We're a panel discussion talking about um, Star Citizen, a game that we all love and hate at the same time, but love more than hate. Uh, and also, uh, we're going to be talking about Squadron 42 as the development of that comes out as well. Uh, we usually take a few subjects, talk about them. The show's going to run probably monthly for right now. We'll see how it goes. Uh, all these guys are pretty busy people, um, but hopefully we'll be able to bring this content to you first Sunday of every month. So mark it down on your calendars. And if you can, like us if you like what you see today. And Soul Citizens, you can look at the title of our name. You can look at us. I don't have to say anything more. Soul citizens, okay? So <laughs> let's go ahead and jump into the show a little bit. Um, guys, I want to toss something out to you guys. Right at the beginning of this year, uh, there was a huge, huge, huge outcry from the community uh, about the roadmap. Um, as you guys know, right after the holidays, uh, CIG kind of goes into a hibernation stage. They go into holiday. They take a little break. Then they come back and do this big planning meeting to start outlining what the next year is going to look like. And when they came back this time, there were changes um, for a lot of people, terrible changes for some people. The changes weren't so bad. Um, and then the next roadmap came out <laughs> and people were even more a little upset, I guess. Um, what are your feelings? Do you think that these roadmap changes, the fact that they do change them, are actually them being transparent, them being honest? 
Or do you think that the fact that the roadmap is laid out and then it gets changed, that maybe they made bad calls in the past? I'll see let's start with you. What do you think, man? Oh, boy. So <laughs> no what can I say? I mean, honestly, it's just how development works, in my opinion. I am not a coder. I have no game development experience. But from everybody who I know that has a solid understanding of how it works, it usually is that they, I mean, you're, you have a plan, you know how it is, you have a plan with something, and then the plan goes to crap, so then you go to plan B. Like, that's what I think of the roadmap. I like looking at the roadmap, but I refuse to look at it, because to me, it's like the worst way for me to get a perspective, because it's always going to change. It's, the roadmap, the way I look at it is the roadmap is dynamic, and without uh, going too far off. For me, it is a little bit frustrating, but at the same time, I have to look at the bigger picture, which is that... The main focus is Squadron 42. So while I can look at the uh, actual persistent ro uh, persistent universe roadmap, I I know that a lot of assets are going to get diverted to Squadron 42, which needs needs to get done. So while it can be a little little sad, I I that I, I'm kind of realist. I look at it like that. Right now, the main priority is Squadron 42. So I know we're not going to see it much love until after they deliver the final product of it. Hopefully by mid next year. Very cool. Fast cart. How about you, buddy? Were you uh, happy, sad, or you didn't care less? I wouldn't say I, did, I didn't care less, but I just posted a link of the um, Star Citizen and Guardian for the Two Roadmap in Twitch chat for people to um, follow, follow along. Nice. Um, but this one seemed to be more, you know, had more green and red and blacks and stuff like that. So compared to the previous one, this one seemed to be doing a lot better. But, um, as far as I'm personally concerned, I want them to do put out the best game they can possibly put out. So I'm not worried about certain, you know, delays. If they feel like it, it, it for the for, for the betterment of the game as a whole, rather than you know, in, in just delaying stuff because they want to put um, like fluff or something like that inside. But I wouldn't call it anything that's you know that they have it that they want to put in. Like maybe maybe based of IAP might have been called fluff. But other than that, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm cool with the cool with the, the the delays. Okay, let me ask you: Did you were did you hear people upset about it, or most of the people with you kind of the same attitude? They kind of said, "Well, you know, we know it's being delayed, but you know, it is what it is." Or did you or did you actually hear people complaining about the fact that so much seemed to change in the roadmap? I'm sorry. I, I see. I heard you. Oh, we might have lost line. audio for a second. Yeah, I was asking. Um, <laughs> that's okay. I was asking from you talking to other people. What was the general response to people you talked to? Were people okay with the fact that the changes happened, or did you kind of run into some of the same people being a little upset? I generally don't go to Reddit, so it's like <laughs> <laughs> the stuff I hear from from other like podcasters and stuff like that. So yeah. it's mixed, but mostly, mostly, most people that I've my general consensus that I've, I, you know, personally um, have seen people are okay with it rather than not okay with it. But again, I stay away from Reddit. I got you. Got you. Kimmy, how about you, buddy? Wow. First and foremost, as I've said before, this is the big boys game. And with that said, seeing the development from day one and onward, uh, the development, the, the changes that are necessary because this, this particular game is, has uh, distanced itself from a lot of the run-of-the-mill AAA games. 
uh, the tech was cutting edge. Uh, I think the roadmap at the at the beginning, it was a good point to see where they were and, and to give focus and also portray to show that uh, direction that we were going to the backers. But I think it's it's progressed into based upon what's going on now. It's 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 now a glorified placeholder, and I don't want to be negative or sound negative about that. But because of the things that the necessary things that they have to do according to the foundational tech, then yeah, it's it's there, and it's 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 there as an outline or a bullet point to to see, and and to know that it's on the on the on the map to be developed, but. At any given point, they they can and will pull certain things or put things in, in front of it based upon what's ready or what's um, connected to that that particular piece of tech. So because there's so many uh, moving parts and interconnected pieces, they 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 have to pull or uh, uh, pull some things away or add some things to the, the roadmap development path. But uh, yeah, again, it's the frustrating thing to uh, the, the whole community. Well, let me ask you. Let, let me let me ask you guys this then. Do you think that the roadmap, you know, originally when we first heard about it, people were excited about it. They said quarterly updates, places where we can hold them accountable. Do you guys think yeah. that it has become a detriment, or do you think it's just the way the community looks at it? I mean, do you think it's a positive for CIG to maintain the roadmap? Because uh, it seems like even when they make the changes, it's still not enough. People still feel like there's not enough communication. Uh, even though, and I, you know, I, I want to sound like we're in a, well, actually, I do sound like we're in a bunch of white knights right now, pardon the pun. But, you know, I, I'm, I'm just kind of wondering, do you think that it's a detriment or does, is the roadmap cool and people need to change their attitude about it? Now, anybody who wants to toss in on that, I'll take that. Well, I'll go first. <laughs> make, make them all short. Make them all short. Make them all short so everybody can talk. Go ahead. Yes, I'll make it short. Um, we, I mean, we have to follow the project and, and, and see what's going on, and we have to stay connected and tuned in to what's going on. Currently, they, they, they have to get this foundational tech out of the way. Once they can do that, then they can go back and adhere to the roadmap. Uh, for those who, who, are, who are watching and understand understanding what's going on with the development, they all know that there are essential things that has to be uh, corrected or fixed, like for example, the uh, 30K issues, catch-all for these errors, uh, server-side object container streaming, I think it still needs some more work, and then eventually onward to uh, server meshing. So until then, they can go back and really dial into the roadmap. See, let me... Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I'm going to let you... Go ahead, let's see, I'm going to say... Go, let's see it go first. That's how I was going to say. No, okay, but don't lose your thought, though. Seer, just real quick. Okay. When 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 uh, Kimmy said foundational tech, what is that that people may not understand? Since you're the analytics guy, what is it that maybe people don't get that's going in the background and why everybody keeps saying once that's done, we'll see things move faster? So people need to remember that this this company, CIG as a whole, came from nothing. Producers, I mean, most other industry, well, most other companies as a whole, like Rockstar and them, they have the, they've made these assets that, that allows them to have a sense of ease when building these games that still take forever to make. So with that being said, for Star Citizen as a whole, 
you have uh, object container streaming, you had client side and server side. Client side was for us, server side was to get, was strictly for the server to help the server get a higher uh, frames per second. You have iCache and then you have server meshing and all of that together ties in with making this game. And uh, SSOCS or SOX, I like to call it SOX, was for both Squadron 42 and for Star Citizen as a whole. So a lot of people forget about that. So these are the building blocks that make this game, and they still have to make them so that the game can run at its optimal settings with all the other stuff. And they need to implement the Vulcan AI as well. I forgot about that one too. Mm, yeah, but that's point. gonna be for the that's gonna be for um, Squadron Forty Two. Then they would like to add it to here. But that basically, I know I'm missing a couple other things, but those are like the main foundational blocks. That is what makes Star Citizen down at a molecular level, and then everything else is just for us to play and do. So. Thank Continue. you. Good stuff. Thank yeah, you. You you always have a question with the are the roadmaps are detrimental at this point. And I don't believe they are. I believe that just that the this, the community as a whole is beginning to take them for granted and just you know, see, seeing them as more of a clutch than a than a um a notification or a um, you know, something to keep track of rather than, you know, just um just, just to, to take it up for what it is, just a, a roadmap and just a, a notification device. Okay, that's good stuff. Thanks, guys. Okay. See, it's on you, bro. Um, I take the roadmap with a grain of salt because there's so many things that go into the roadmap that we never see. As much as CAG wants to be transparent with us, it's we're never going to understand what they go through on a daily, on a day-to-day -day basis with what four studios across the world and when we all look at tasks, we don't understand how what is involved in every single task. We don't know anything that's going on. So honestly, for me, it's like I'm just going to sit back and enjoy the ride. People are always going to complain. You can't make everybody happy. It, it's mm. always going to be in the equation. So I just, I just remember at the end of the day what they're doing, nobody else has done. So I may not agree with their, what they're doing. But I just sit and wait, and when they give results, I commend them. When they don't give results, I just wait for them to not disappoint me. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> Good point. All right. Well, we're going to move on to the next subject. Uh, Sierra, it's on you for that one. We're talking about the, the Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> uh, yes, the Cutty Red. Um, so I think what it was the end of January, we got the Cutlass Red, and what it brought with us was obviously a brand new Cutlass because every, the Cutlass Black is one of the most if not popular starter ship for a hundred dollars that ever, well i wouldn't say starter but best all-around ship that's pretty cheap uh, rather than the avenger titan but that's my personal opinion so anyways i digress with the cutlass red it gave us a start to the medical gameplay so rather than you just getting a medipen you have an option to respawn into the bed but i mean the most important part is that the cutlass red is like the bare backbone of medical gameplay is a space ambulance as the tier three or tier or the worst tier of medical but i mean i enjoy it it definitely helps me when i'm playing with my guys and i want to bring something cheap and i don't have to bring the carrick in which is a totally different topic but um i can just bring something <laughs> that cheap in and just the uh, and just go have fun with it and i discovered i know there's been a bunch of videos but i remember discovering the fact that 
when I was first flying around on Daymar, I honestly found all the ore. So that's really nice too. That the fact that they had the radar, I love the spotlight. <laughs> Over overall, that ship honestly was like a quality of life with the fact that they added the the respawning capability. So if you die, you honestly have a chance to go back and continue what you're doing at an accelerated rate, rather than oh crap, I forgot to say my spawn at Port Alazar if I flew from Hurston all the way over to Daymar, for example, and then I die and I have to go back. No, you can respawn in the Cutlass Red if uh, you're within the parameters of, of the ship once you respawn. But um, I think it's cool. I've been flying around a lot. I, I usually fly ships around for three or four months before I even do my own little technical guide on it. So I can understand the ship fully. So, I mean, I'm enjoying it, but what do you, what do you guys think of it? Well, yeah. I'll go. I'll I'll jump in. I, there was one instance where I played with the Cutty Red, and I did the 890 jump mission with someone, and I didn't realize this that you were able to take that Cutty Red, uh, basically park next to the 890, go do the mission, and I happened to be, and I was killed. But prior to that, I I was I set the respawn to the uh, to the bed, and so. I was taken out in the mission, but I was able to respond and then just EVA right back over to 890. I said, you're giving away secrets. Moment. You're giving away secrets. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, this is gameplay, baby. <laughs> this gameplay. And I thought that, you know, it makes sense with the fact that that's, that's the essential element of the medic gameplay. And it, and it shows, it tells me that CIG can actually compile above that, like instances of doing the full medical mechanic and then respawning that person. So it it's it shows that they have a game plan in, in place. So yeah, I was I was really surprised and shocked about that type of gameplay that was provided immediately with the Cuddy Red. So yeah, my experience was good. We're fast card out you have it, bro. I'm the type of person who, who would, if, if I get a splinter and, I, and you know, I'm too far to, to get it taken out or taken take care of, I, I'm, I'm just going to kill the character off and get a whole new character without the splinter. No, seriously. I'm glad the gameplay is, is, is in. Um, it's probably not, definitely not the um, final um, tier, final um, ingredient that this gameplay is going to be, but it's a start. And you know, I'm I'm more into manufacturing and and um and, and marketing. So, but I, you know, baby steps until they to, until they get to get to get to that point. But I'm I'm glad to see that this is in game. People seem to be enjoying it. I'm I don't have a, a cutty red or any cutlass. I'm more I have I'm more of an origin mist and RSI type of guy. And so yeah, I don't that not 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 my type of gameplay, but I'm glad that other people are enjoying it. So if I ever do get hurt in the game, I can come to one of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and to, and to your point, um, there I think we look at the mechanics that have been introduced into the game. You know, cargo was probably the most accessible one that came, 
and then mining came in and now we're seeing the beginnings of medical and Sear brought up a good point and I think that maybe the people who haven't gone back far enough in the documents to find out how the medical career will work there are those three tiers that are going to be operating within medical tier one tier two and tier three correct me if I'm wrong Sear I'm hitting on you again because you're the analytics guy that bed technically in the Cuddy three will be a tier three bed is that probably yes, right it's the worst of the worst as right in you will be able to fix like scratches, bruises, probably minor damage versus what the Apollo, the 890 jump in Kerrigan Endeavor will, will be able to do because they obviously have higher tiers. Right. So we're looking at that being tier three. The Apollo moves up to tier two, which has the which you can put a tier one in if you remove some beds. And then the larger ships yep. and the hospitals are tier one. So the reason why I'm mentioning that is because a lot of people who don't know that went out and bought the Cuddy thinking that they're going to always be able to revive their characters later on and they're going to get a rude awakening when they find out that all they can do is stop a little bleeding uh until they get some to a medical facility or someplace with a higher tier is that right guys yes the endeavor at least well or a hospital I, wherever the case may be yeah, yeah. Land us out to the hospital yeah if, if i remember correctly it was the um the so the cutlass right is the basic 890 jump and Carrick are on par with a tier two. Then you have the Apollo, which can hold two tier twos, I think, or three, or one tier one bed, the best of the best. And then the 890 jump, you can have the module that allows you to be the flying hospital. Mm. So that that would be tier one, like above all everything, literally. So yeah, if you that makes me glad four hundred dollars. That makes me glad because I do have the Endeavor, but I don't have the um, medical module but i'll be able to get those in in, in, in the game if i choose to right yep so basically there's the warning folks if you're watching be aware enjoy that you can get a tier one bit out of that cutlass for right now because the day is coming where that's all going to eventually wrap up um what do you guys think um in the sense of um do you think i've heard people say this they said that the uh the cutlass rids will now be a target because people will see them as spawning points. And let's not even talk about that. Let's talk about that, the Apollo, any of those ships that we know provide medical services. Now, you know, you guys know that right now we have a Geneva Convention that, you know, there's certain people you don't attack during battle or war. I know this is a real tough question to throw out here. Should there be a similar Geneva Convention in the game that is actually a player mechanic? Let me fill it out for you. Because if we know ships are spawning points, right? Um, fast cart, you got an endeavor. Uh, that's a thousand dollar investment when it's fully loaded, right? Uh, fully loaded, yeah. If, I didn't pay the thousand dollars, right? Yeah. But fully loaded. <laughs> so if people right. see you and there's something going on, there are going to be people who are automatically their attitude is going to be take out that endeavor so nobody can respond. That's that's their total purpose for doing it, right? My no, question. Their total purpose is their total purpose is just killing fast cart. <laughs> okay, that's the reason. Okay, so my question to you guys is this. Should they create some type of mechanic that actually penalizes you? If you decide to do it, that's fine. If you decide to do it. But maybe a crime stat or something is put on you. And I'm talking about a very extreme crime stat. Or should there be something that says when an ambulance is moving from location to location, it's fair game. But once it has somebody who's on there wounded, if you attack it, because they can put in a mechanic that says if somebody's hurt on that ship that, that that people can see on their beacon maybe the thing flashes or something and it lets people know there's somebody wounded and i'm asking this because i'm looking about people who have that medical career how do they not get frustrated if people are going to see them as nothing more than a big bullseye anytime they bring their ship out 
So, um, my thinking is, I would like to be a crime stat, but my opinion is people would just ignore it and just do whatever they want to do in the game anyway, no matter if it's a crime stat or not. That's, how, that's just how people are. You know, you, you said you came from EVE Online. Imagine something being, being um, implemented like that in, in EVE Online. People would just ignore it. So, I believe, I believe there should be a crime stat. I don't think it's... I don't think I don't, it'll do, make much difference. I'm playing devil's advocate here. Seer, I'm throwing this at you. If you guys remember when they first brought in this last patch, if you did a parking violation, my fault, a speeding violation, you were charged 20,000 credits for driving too fast past the space station. Can you levy something so high that people will think twice about blowing up a ship? I mean, yeah, but, you know, I. you are right at the Geneva Convention, but back in Vietnam and everything... The medic would never make themselves know they were the medic. Right. And um, with with this situation, we have escorts, in my opinion. Okay. We the this my thing is the the center of this game is combat, and there's risk versus reward. If you want to be a medic, and any smart org who wants to have a medic on the field with you, mm -hmm. they're going to have them well protected. They're not just going to let them be a sitting duck. Good and answer. Yes, I believe everybody would say, oh, we should kill the medic. But if you have all your your guys going toward the medic and nobody else, then that just allows you to overwhelm them. So they're probably in a realistic scenario, I believe they'll be more strategic and they'll say a couple of us will try to get the medic. It was the same thing in Eve. Mm -hmm. Everyone would try to kill the triage, but there's always a couple more triage right. to cover it. So then people would be like, okay, we can't kill them. They would go to, right. to something else. I believe it will be a similar, not the same, but a similar mm -hmm. situation where they'll try to dedicate some resources, but if they know they're not going to be able to get to it, they'll pull back and try. So that's just going to mean how well you're going to protect that medic, depending on what kind of situation you're in. Cool. Kimmy, any thoughts? Well, great point, guys. And this is why this is the meta game. Uh, with that said, uh, in situations that you're engaged with maybe another or a rival orc and you have that particular ship in your fleet, and I say that it's open game because that's a part of that gameplay mechanic to respawn and to continue the attack at some fashion or whatever, even if you have to EVA and use uh, weapons. But when you're talking about taking out the equation of, okay, this is this, this particular ambulance or Cuddy Red or Endeavor that's coming in because they hear of a combat situation and they are independent of those orgs or those squadrons and they come in to uh, provide services and their attack then you enable that Geneva Convention type law or that war crime to say that you're uh, actually uh, having aggressive having aggressive actions to someone who's neutral to your to your battle so it should be an uh, approach in, a, in an intelligent way so, yeah, I do agree with it. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm also thinking about, and I know we haven't seen this mechanic yet, and maybe you guys will have some thoughts on this. Uh, death of a, a spaceman, you know, I know we try to base a lot on that, but God only knows what that will be when it's all said and right. done. How valuable will it be for your character to stay alive? Because right now, everybody's spoiled with respawning, and it's no big deal. What happens when, if you die, you're at that point where maybe you're not coming back? Um, you know, when it comes to this whole medical career thing, because someone put in, in chat and said, well, if you start shooting the medics, they're going to be reluctant to come out to get anybody. 
and, and even though I, and I agree with Sear, I think his point was well made. If you go out, if you can arrange to have security, now mind you, if I'm an ambulance and I'm responding to you and I hire two fighters to go with me and I'm coming to get you, your fee <laughs> for me to pick you up is going to be maybe astronomical when it's all said and done. Is it worth it? And I'm kind of curious, is it worth it for me to risk me going out? In fact, because guess what? If I get blown up, I might possibly get messed up too. So I'm trying to figure out how we balance this out in such a way that that career can flourish. And again, I'm not trying to make them invincible, but I am trying to say if somebody targets them, there should be something in my book that says, be aware that if you do this, understand you may go from a crime stat zero to a crime stat five, you know, something like that. That just says, yeah, OK, I'm willing to take that risk, you know, or it may be 50,000 credits if you kill somebody who's in this thing. I'm just trying to figure out how do you balance it out? Because my frustration in Eve was that quite often the people who griefed or did things, they're they're the the consequences for their act was never anywhere near the consequences that would happen to me if i lost a mining ship with 50 million in it and they crashed me with a 10,000 a 10 million dollar a 10 a 10,000 dollar credit ship guess what they they respond they got a note on the leaderboard i lost all my ore plus my ship <laughs> I had to go out and get another one and got cloned so i'm just saying how do we create balance and i know it's a difficult question but i'm with the death of the spaceman thing will lives be more valuable or will people just you think just indiscriminately just kill people and they don't care thoughtful question everybody's pondering <laughs> well okay i'll play devil's advocate for this one okay um my main issue with death of the spaceman is the fact that that article was made back in 2013 mm -hmm. we're now in 2020 i don't know how they are going to implement that with all the other crap that is going on i personally feel like what we know about death of a spaceman and a lot of other things that they said was going to happen in the past is going to change right because the game the game has like has been saturated with so much more stuff ever since ever since they done the, the voting with everything and they expanded so much i think there'll be similarities with death of the spaceman but i've like read that article up and down so i definitely know what you mean but i i just don't know what's going to be in store for us with how they want death to work. Nobody has really addressed it except for when Tom Pappy addressed it and they were talking about uh, permadeath and everything. And I'm just yeah. like, mm, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Hey, fast cart, go ahead. Oh, we don't hear you, fast cart. Oh, no. Audio. Nope, still don't have you, buddy. We don't have you in Discord. <clears throat> He's resetting it. Kimmy, go ahead and jump in while we're waiting on him to come back. Okay. Oh, there he is. Go, um, go ahead, Pascal. No, we still don't have him. Go ahead, Kimmy. Okay, okay so Sear made a good point about that mechanic was introduced way back when. Mm -hmm. And the only correlation I can see with Death of a Spaceman where it matters is uh, it would have to tie into the reputation system. And I think reputation system has to be robust in the sense that with that said, your character has influence on certain things in certain systems. Uh, there's a, a relationship with the NPCs that you have uh, that that's been uh, that relationship has been formulated and built up and as well as um, having a leeway to certain items and things, influences. Uh, with, with normal players or real players in the game, I don't think you really suffer that much. 
but the only way to make it count or make it seem like there uh, there is a, a detriment to dying in the game is it's got to tie into your reputation system, and the reputation system has to be so robust that you you have to say I don't want to lose my life because I have all these different perks according to who I am, whether you're a pirate or you're a UEE uh, sympathizer in the game. That's good. That's a good point. Good point. Beskart, did we get you back? I see what the problem. Oh, was. there you are. Oh, we got him. Okay, go ahead, buddy. I was messing with my my remote, and I actually muted myself. Ah, Beskart was muted. Dirty remote. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to adjust the volume and hit the, accidentally hit the mute. No problem. Sorry about that. Um, to your point, uh, I would I had points. I kind of forgot the uh, my technical issues. I almost forgot, but you were talking about. What was the original question? Oh, we were talking about uh, death of a salesman. Uh, death of a salesman. <laughs> death of a spaceman. <laughs> death of a salesman, man. Death of a spaceman. Hey. And, and whether I, live. I'm, I'm going I'm, I'm to be a, market, I'm a marketeering person, so I can definitely see that. Okay. But I, 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 I remember what I wanted to say. Mm -hmm. um, I can see... Um, I, I can see people wanting to try to keep their characters alive as long as possible without dying. But you know that 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 in, that in itself may put a, may, may put a bigger target on their back, though. Because mm -hmm. personally, for me, I'd rather have keep my one character that I you know make a, make a, make 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 on the first you know characterization screen mm -hmm. and try to try to live it long and, as prosperous and doing my thing as possible. Like I don't tend to do a lot of dangerous dog fighting. I'll probably do a lot of stuff in in, in, uh, in the squad, mm -hmm. but um. You know, sometimes accidents happen. May lose connections, or you know, you get, may get a, some. Someone may get a, a lucky shot, and you, may, you just have, may have, may have an un, unlucky time. But I me mean, personally, I want, I want to just, like, I want to see my kids live at least a year. Mm -hmm. I don't see. I don't know. That, I don't see that. You know, that be reasonably possible. But that's what I'm looking forward to, and that's what I want. I want to try in the game. That'll be after you lose the first three characters. Then about a year after that one, right on the fourth one. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, I tell you, I tell you, my first character, my next character is gonna be a pirate, y'all doing all of the legal stuff. Yeah, no. <laughs> that's <cool>. Breaking Bad. <laughs> well, I gotta say this. We'll get ready to go to our next subject. I'll close up this subject on this point. J two JJ twenty seventy eight says this, guys. If there's no single payer universal health care paid for by the taxpayer, then the individual will have to arrange for the cost themselves. So there you go. There's the answer to the question. <laughs> <laughs> I like Ops Chief's point uh, about MC NPCs may not want to work with you or under you. And yeah. the fact that they're going to cover 90% of the verse, that has detriment to the death of a spaceman. But again, as CR said, we're going to have a natural lifespan of 142 years based upon the technology that's out there. We're going to naturally die if we don't get killed. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And to your point, the rep, that's why, the, as you said, the reputation thing will be very important, not just for human players, but NPC characters, mission givers, all that good stuff, right? So those are all good points. Thanks, Kimmy. Okay, let's move on. Uh, Fast Cart, you're going to touch base with us on the big announcement for SitCon, and then you're going to tell us about uh, PAX this weekend. Oh, yes, there was, a, there was an outfit for CitizenCon a couple of weeks ago. I don't have the, well, I do have the link in there. I just had to find it real quick, but I'll, I'll speak up first. Um, but it's on October 10th. It'll be in Los Angeles at the Convention Center. And some people, loads of people are already making uh, accommodations and flights and stuff like that. I was, I was, I didn't, 
I expected some people to do it, but I don't. I didn't. I'm surprised at the, at the amount of people who are already making plans. Like it's already eight months in advance. But this, 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 this is this community, so I shouldn't be surprised by that. But uh, as far as um, yes, we had a um, pack east over here, and they had a bar citizen yesterday, and she um, when it goes to my Twitter feed, there's a whole bunch of pictures and stuff like that. I got to talk to one of the newer commander, uh, community managers, um, Molly, and Tyler was there too, and um. I met up with them at, at both their packs and at the um at at, uh, at the bar citizen. But I got to chat with um Molly for like forty, maybe an hour long, and she I I, I pushed for the, uh, the, the tweet in, in, a, in a moment. But we got to talk about uh, Citizen Con and a whole bunch of other stuff. The main takeaway from Molly is that if you haven't been to a Citizen Con or if you are just thinking about going to Citizen Con um, at all. You definitely want to go to this one, yeah. and she was so uh, cute and adorable to, 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 because she wanted to tell us more, she, but she, she she couldn't even look, look, look at us straight in the eyes because <laughs> she, she was feeling um, guilty about, about not, not sharing the information. Mm. But, it, it, but uh, she definitely said, "This is this is the year to go to Citizen Con." I I don't feel comfortable. Um, extrapolating why that might be, because I don't I don't want to like put, put, make it seem like she told told me or told us anything in, in our group, but she really didn't. But I mean, you can make make of that what you what you will. Well, I'll tell her what you told me then. How's that? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I know we haven't talked about anything. And you're right. There's a lot of people who have been you know trying to project what it might be. Uh, Kimmy, if there was one thing you think that will come out of Citizen Con, uh, what do you think it will be this year? Uh, based upon the development track, uh, it's definitely Squadron 42 announcement date of yep. when we're going to see it, what it's going to be in our hands. <clears throat> and I want to say that Ops Chief makes a great point. Make sure, for those who are going, make sure to get your real ID. That's going to yep, be an issue when you get into the yeah. airport. If you don't have a passport. Because <laughs> that happened well, in October. Not a passport. Right? And it's, it's for, if you live in America, it's called an enhanced driver's license. You need that if you're traveling within the U.S. That's Obviously, right. if you're not American, you need, you need to have a passport. But <clears throat> you have to have an enhanced driver's license by October 1st of mm -hmm. this year. And, our, and so don't be that guy or gal that <laughs> goes to the airport with your regular driver's license and then you have to get turned away. Then you can't go to the citizen con and you've wasted all that money. I don't want you to see that. I was actually, thank you. Cause I was actually going to make a post in, um, and spectrum, but I'm, I'm pretty sure CIG is already going to have a list of things you probably should have before you even step on a plane. <laughs> Yeah, probably, I, 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 probably a face mask being one of them. Just yeah. well, speak. But, uh, no, 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 not to kid. I I sent a message out to uh, Fastcart earlier, and Kimmy, uh, I got out of church this morning and had an email from Airbnb saying your reservation has been canceled for October 9th through 11th. I'm like, what the heck? And you've been fully refunded. And I was trying to figure out what the heck was going on. And so, by the way, Fast Cart, just so you'll know, I found another place and it was 100 bucks cheaper. So it worked out good. Oh, there you go. But, yeah. I, I, I want to make a suggestion to people. Um, if you're searching for places like a, a flight and stuff like that, make sure you're using cognitive mode so it don't keep your cookies or, or keep track of you. And if you can, try to use a VPN so that, that because I think people outside of the U.S. may get a discount or, or something or 
and and an advantage over people within within the U.S. trying trying to flip books the same thing. But yes, yeah, it's definitely use incognito mode until you're really, until you're ready to make a purchase. But, but, Those yeah, freaking um, self-targeted ads! Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, that's right. But, you look not, up one thing on the internet, then all of a sudden you'll be watching a YouTube video. Then you'll see an ad. It's like, God dang it, Google, stop taking all my information. <laughs> You're right. Exactly. You're right. So yeah, it, it, yeah, incognito mode is um, the minimum. VPN yeah. is, is the maximum. Very so, good. Yeah. Good suggestions, both of you guys. Sierra, what about you? Anything from uh, Citizen Kind you think is going to come out uh, other than uh, Squadron? Uh, I mean, it, gosh, Kermy, yet again, he he takes the words out of my mouth. I mean, yeah, I think it's that. I think we're going to have literally all the actors, the famous actors within that helped make Squadron 42 are going to be there. Um, I would hope Crusaders Industries, which is the best ship manufacturer in the game, represented as a whole. And they re release an epic Jupiter with, um, with along with it, their, their awesome cap ship. But uh, and they showcase the Mercury Star Runner because once again it's awesome. But <laughs> with, 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 with that being said, um, I mean I'm excited. I just really hope the the issues that are going around the road with the coronavirus slows down by them because yeah. that's highly. I'm hoping to I'm hoping it's gone by then. Yeah, yeah. I, I really hope so too. I mean I've already made my preparations, and this is not about the coronavirus, mm -hmm. but it's just people need to be aware that this is LAX, this is yeah. an international airport, and this new disease has already left china and there's already people with it, it it's pretty ridiculous so yeah. just proper hygiene and, and just take care of yourself yeah take care of yourself yeah. basically take care of yourself absolutely um i do want to say <clears throat> excuse me uh my predictions for citizen con this year are one of the clues or one of the statements that was made by um the pillars where they alluded to the fact that there were several ships that they had completed they just haven't dropped them yet and usually oh, yeah. we get one, maybe two ships dropped. But we know that the Nautilus, from when people went to CIG, said it was yeah, almost it was done. done. So we know yeah. the Nautilus is there. We know the Mercury Star Runner is another one. The C2 is another one. The Hull C is another one. So I'm actually looking, my prediction is that CIG is not going to just do a one ship drop, that they're going to do a bigger drop and introduce a new solar system, maybe two. So oh, the, the, it would now if they did that, that would be it. But this is all contingent upon all of that is contingent upon socks and server meshing. So that's between now and October. If they're still dealing with that, then obviously we all know they can't populate the universe the way they would want to. But if they do get that fixed, the gridding on the whole sea, because you guys even know the whole sea is finished. It's the grid thing that they're <laughs> yeah. dealing with with that ship. So they have a lot of ships that are done that they just have not put out yet. The Jared actually told me when Astro Pub and I and uh, Moist Noodle were on, mm -hmm. Jared said what is literally holding up the whole sea is the fact that they need to make the external cargo its own thing. And right. of course, ship to ship docking. Yep. They said that's what's basically waiting for because they already, oh, John Crew already said they already overcame the issue of keeping the ship together when it expands and contracts. Mm -hmm. But um, I actually, for this even kind of confused me. So when you say we're waiting for socks, what do you think still needs to be done? Because they said, well, if I remember correctly, when they did the, when they discussed it on their Inside Star Citizen, mm -hmm. they said Sox is mainly there. It's now just fixing everything that Sox broke. Right. So, <clears throat> so right. I'm just curious, to, is that what you're referring to? I'm saying, Sox, yes. Do you think there's more? I'm okay. saying, I'm saying that Sox, they, they implemented the first stages of Sox, and part of that was getting everything converted over for it. And once mm -hmm. that's done, server meshing is the next thing. 
because of the pop okay. being able to add more people we know we did the little test with 60 people on the servers recently uh, we also know that they've had as many as 100 people on the servers for with testing before not with us mind you but there has been testing with over 100 people on the server so if they really want to introduce all these other new things like for example if um was it orison was with crusader orison yeah. orison because they got to pull yeah. right because they, they they've already told us that stanton is maxed out they're going to have to pull Levski out if they want to drop I mean, that in, if they don't change it. Levski doesn't even belong in Exactly. Nick's yeah. supposed to be a Nick's, right? So I'm just saying, if they want to do any expansion, meshing has got to happen. And I, I kind of weigh out what's going to be more important to them, to give us a new system and keep us at 50 or 60, or is it going to be to increase the amount of people who can be on a server? And I'm really curious. Ooh. If any of you guys want to put that in the comments and let us know which one you think takes a greater priority, I know you're going to say both, but if you had to pick one, what would you rather have? <laughs> more people on the server or expansion into the systems? But, you know, still at lower numbers of people on a server. Should I say expansion into the new systems? Yeah, I can I can go either way. I mean, not, I, I'm not trying to cop out and say both, but I can go either way. Because either because if you add more people, that'll you know, bring more people in who um, want to play. But I personally want to see more systems and, and more exploration and stuff like that. Yeah, that's a good well, point. As I said, bef as I said before, with the the different components of the game that are so connected they do need to have more systems to in, to enable to allow tony z to implement quantum and then we get the economy system yeah uh, in a working state that's a good point because the economy is the next thing i know some people have been crying out for um i know uh 10 sigma has been making a big piece on that when i've been listening to him he's an accountant so he's looking he's ready to break out his calculator um so i but economy is a factor and i mean even something as simple as how we do transactions between each other when we're playing right now uh you know yeah we've been using beacons but that's such a, a hard workaround for a lot of people we do need to have those atms hint hint cig <laughs> it on our corp and the other places just even if it's just a matter of being able to give somebody account you can even put a daily limit on it if you want to so that we're not you know doing some crazy stuff but we need to be able to move money back and forth in some form in the game um so anyway we'll move on to the next piece here uh and i think that's going to be on kimmy we're going to be dangling the carrick man the carrick talk about that <laughs> Okay, first and foremost, I was that sucker who bought the uh, $25 upgrade. Uh, I did. I did. I'm sexy. <laughs> it's Three out of four. Three out of four. <laughs> and uh, I looked at it and I said, wow, uh, NCC1701 color scheme. I like it. <laughs> Gotta have it. Uh, but again, uh, it, it was a, I think it was a, a thing of push and pull between the community and SIG. You know, you would hear, you know, these memes and all this give, 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 carrot, give, give, give the carrot. And it was just oh, one gosh. of those, you know, they give voted that. Star Runner. It was just, you know, it was, it was rapping. Crazy, right? I mean, spit and give, not spit and fire. <laughs> I mean, it, it was crazy, but but it started with those backer goes about voting, and they said, "Well, uh, exploration, yeah, this is it, this is going to be a big universe, a persistent universe. We're going to be in. We want to explore, and." It just went on and on and on to, I mean, it was a fever pitch. Every, every citizen con, every mention of something uh, through text or in, inside Star Citizen, Star Citizen Live, 
Where's the carrot? <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, it, be, it became Disco Lando's favorite ship. Mm -hmm. No, that's BS. His everything, everything ship. is what? What is it? One? Which one is it? Oh, it was the Starliner. It was, the right, it was Star Genesis Liner. Starliner. That's right. That's How right. How long is gonna say? He changed watch. up. He's gonna be once. I swear, once the Genesis Starliner gets a game, he's like, "Oh, I lied. I once again love this shit." Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> no, me, I tell you, the community voted. The community yes. voted. Yes. The character is his favorite ship. That, that's <laughs> oh, is that what happened? So it comes out. It's gonna be your favorite ship. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I got. A, I got a question. I got a question, Kimmy. Then okay. All this hype about the Carrick, you know, and and one of my questions I'm gonna ask you guys at the end is what's gonna be the next gibboning ship. But I want to <laughs> ask this question. I want to ask this question of you. Um, I had problems with the carrot coming out, and the problem I had with the carrot coming out was the same problem I had with what they did with the Reclaimer. And I said that um, what I did appreciate about when the Cutlass Red came out was that they did add an aspect of a mechanic that made the ship justified to be in the game. And I said, if the carrot comes out, it needs to come out with either some type of extended scanning package. I know we can't navigate wormholes, but there needs to be something that allows us to start getting into the whole exploration pack. Now, I will say this. I went out with some friends over the weekend. We boarded a ship with about anywhere from five to eight people. We were role playing, and man, we had a blast. We went all over the place. We did some things. We got to get a feel of the ship. People took certain positions and operated in them. It was great. But the main thing that I could do that in any ship, though, if that's the case, I can get an Andromeda and do that. I want to see mechanics when they release these ships, just like when they put out what's the thing that puts out the big red bubble? What's that thing called? The. <laughs> The mantis. The, mantis. the mechanic worked. The mechanic worked in it. Imagine they gave us the mantis and the mechanic didn't work. You know, I, I want them to. When they give us ships now, I want some aspect of them to work. I did appreciate the fact that you guys go back in the uh, cartography room. Did you see that that's working now? It's working somewhat. The planets actually orbit around and spin, which they weren't doing in the PTU. Uh, but I mean, do you think that when these ships come out, they should? be functioning in some way in their career or is it just nice to have it i mean if the band of merchantman comes out right now big fat hairy deal you know it's just another big cargo ship we can do that with any hey, other ship don't you be trash talking to Banu. i'm not trash no no, no i'm not trash talking to Banu. I'm, I'm trash talking a ship that is nothing more than i mean don't get me wrong it is a cargo ship i just want ships to have some of their purpose built into them when they come in the universe now that's all i'm saying now you guys give me your thoughts on it I I'm I like I I, I just alluded to it, but I'm looking forward to the Benny Merchantman. I'm not bothered by the fact that it's taking this long to come out because that means it'll be that much better when it does come out. Compared when seeing, I'm seeing the people with their with their character mm -hmm. and how they're how much they're enjoying it. So yeah, it makes me more comfortable about about the time it's taking to, to come out. But if if it came out today, sure, why not? I mean, the, the, the mechanic with the with the banding instrument is supposed to be the bizarre. Right. So you're gonna need, you're gonna need some kind of economy, a, a better economy in place now than, than what we have now. Right. So, right, so if, if that can be implemented, but I mean, as far as the other ships, like um, I bet some people are looking forward to like bounty hunting and when when I have a better information implementation of that. Yeah. So, I I. I think it's just nice to have the ship, but that's just my opinion. Okay. Well, you just mentioned I mean, like the Cutlass Blue. Seer, talk to me mm -hmm. real quick about that. The Cutlass Blue is the next one coming out. Should they have some type of mechanic in there with the prison system and everything that makes that ship, you know, tied into some way to that? Or do you think people will just be happy if they've got their blue, they got their cells in it, but there's really nothing they can do with it? I mean, well, in 3.9, we're, we're getting the prison gameplay, and we already got, we're getting, um, 
bounty hunting improvements. So theoretically, when the Cuddy Blue does come out, there should be like relevant gameplay to go with it. Because actually this gameplay loop kind of evolves around combat, which CIG can do because combat's uh, combat's kind of like the main thing of it. I mean, I wanted to kind of caveat what Fastcart said, but I'll hold it off so we, mm -hmm. everyone else can talk about the Cuddy Blue. No, go, no go ahead. No, go ahead. So, I mean, Fastcart brings up a good point with the whole... I Don't get me wrong. I like, the, I like the character. My whole thing is... Like, the ship doesn't have to look super fancy like Origin. My whole, no offense. My thing is fit, form, and function. So, the character's perfect with the whole concept of fit, form, and function. And the, the issue is, is that there's so many, I, 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 I can't speak for anybody, but I feel like CIG has put a lot of effort into the gameplay loops themselves that evolve around it, but there's just things that they can't push out yet because they're waiting for X, Y, and Z. Like, again, the character, it has drones. What do we know about drones? That they're fact they're remotely accessed, they're basically a small ship, theoretically, and they have to inter interact with docking. So, that that's already out of the way. We're not going to see drones until at least we get docking. That's what I believe, because they have to be attached and detached from the ship. So, once I feel like we, we get docking out of the way, it's going to open up a lot of stuff. And then, again, Fastcart, once again, with the whole bazaar, the, the economy. We have to have a dynamic economy. And and tony z that's all him and it ju they just pushed that back again so don't know we're going to see that even salvage astro pub and i have talked about this again and again and again salvaging is the opposite of repairing one is constructing building it up one is destruction building it down to the basic bare bones so without one you can't really have the other so that that's that that's just that's just it for the gameplay i feel like we're just waiting on stuff to get done and once they'll get done cag has i guarantee cag already knows how they want to do it i guarantee they have people working on it in the background they're just not telling us stuff because there's no point in hyping us until they figure out other stuff it's <laughs> like it's, it's like me saying i fixed a pro i think i fixed a problem mm -hmm. but i didn't really fix a problem because i fixed one part of the problem and then guess what this is exactly what happens with electrical systems on aircraft by the way you fix one part of the problem and that one part of the problem fixed something else but that still didn't fix the other problem it just fixed a part of the issue yeah. that's basically what they're dealing with now because it's code it's just yeah. code and it's like a spaghetti it's a mess it's a mess yeah. it's a bunch of red sauce but I mean, that, that's the way I look at it. From like, ships not having gameplay loops when they come out. Mm. All right, I'll shut up. No, good points. All, all very good points. Kenny, were you going to toss in something about that? No, speed tape I, I does not it's... work. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the, um, the approach is go for the low-lying low fruit or the low-hanging fruit approach. Uh, you guys make great points. Uh, you, can, you can easily say, okay. Once we get Pyro, which is hopefully the next quarter that's coming online, hopefully. So there's, a, there's an expanse of the system. Mm. So then it would, it would, it would kind of work to bring in the economy system. And that's where the Banu merchantmen would have a role to play because then they can move merchandise back and forth. Uh, again, you know, even with Pyro, you can say, okay, because now there's a, a lot of lawlessness in Pyro, there's, um, there's the advent of possibly a lot of, uh, ship graveyards, then, okay, get the, get the reclaimer going because you already have a ship there, get that mechanic going so you can maybe, uh, uh, recycle hulls because now you have Pyro. 
uh, and then bring in the then bring the Vulcan back online. So you got to look for the low lying, the low hanging fruit, and make a grab for it to uh, and look at the the, uh, the systems that are coming online, and then incorporate that with the feature type ships. Because you give, let me tell you, you give the backers feature based ships, they're going to have a ball with it. They're going to create their own missions. They're going to go out and do their own thing. Um, and then that will give that will give CIG time to go and deal with the uh, the foundational tech uh, issues. Okay, good point. To your point, though, ships like the uh, my problem I see with ships like the Crucible and like the Reclaimer, as Seer talked about, how these kind of have a partnering together. Uh, when you start trying to retrieve salvage from space, you have to think about how much of that data is scattered throughout the universe and the computers and the systems, you know, all that has to track all of that for the persistence reasons. And this all goes back to the thing with server meshing and all that other stuff to me. It's like, I still think that there's some aspects that are tied into that, that they've got to get locked down. Uh, and everybody, if you don't know how the server meshing works, it's basically a lot, well, I don't even want to get into it because it's kind of in depth, but it basically allows you to, uh, move from one server to another in a seamless way and work with other people who are on different servers. That's the that's the short version of how I would want to say how it works. Um, yeah, that's the simple. Yeah, because it's a lot more deeper than that. Um, so anyway, those are, those are good points. Um, I, I do want to hit on a couple points here for you guys to toss out at you, and this is going to be a quick round stuff I want to throw at you. We caring about this prison system. Um, what do you think? Do you think it's going to be an asset to the game? Do you think it will turn people off from the game? Uh, how do you think people are going to respond to this with these jurisdictions uh, being literally put someplace against their will? Uh, where do you, I've got my theory on it, but I'd love to hear what you guys think or what you've heard people saying about it. I'll go. Um, the prison system is not something I'll probably take part in much because I'll probably <laughs> be a, 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 a goody t-shoes or a marketeer. I want to be able to make money and make money safely. So I probably won't, won't you know, do too much, dive too much. You don't see yourself being there too much. Okay, I think the fast card froze up on us again. Seer, what about you? Um, It's needed. Honestly, prison system is needed. Again, it ties in with the law system. It ties in with bounty hunting. It's a it's a huge step. And um, I mean, I'm not really interested in the bounty hunting role. I'm probably not going to put myself in jail because if I put myself in jail, then I can't do my videos with chips. <laughs> so, um, but I mean, it, we need it. It's there. It's um, it's there to help prevent griefing, and it's there to put risk versus reward. Do I want to be able to play? Like, don't get me wrong. They're not taking out the fun of it because they even said there's ways for you to have fun in the in the losses while you're in prison. There's things you're going to be able to do. There's going to be merits you don't. And, and there's ways for you to escape. And they said they're going to have it all within here. Now, I mean, things are always subject to change. So please, please don't take what I'm saying or CIG saying, like, as it's freaking <laughs> like the Bible, just... Right. Take a step back and think of the bigger picture here right. for the viewers' sake. But um, but but I mean, Christ Robert. <laughs> Christ Roberts, <laughs> uh, yes. But um, but like really though, it, it's cool, and I think people are gonna think twice before they just want to go pad ramming or they want to go um, they want to go prospector clubbing. That's what I call it. I coined that. 
just like seal clubbing if they see a prop oh okay i got it <laughs> <laughs> you don't you don't you don't mean, you don't mean going to the club okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, like oh prospector smash right? kimmy <laughs> kimmy uh, how about you kimmy oh uh well spoken seer of the six uh my take on the prison system is the um, the fact that Chris has said that he wants this 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 universe, this persistent universe, to be simulated or real as possible. The, the, he wants it to be uh, similar to life, and so I can see situations where you're going to have players who who are not keeping up with things they need to take care of, like say their uh, insurance premiums uh, and they let's just say they do some risky behaviors uh, such as as Sierra said bounty hunting and it goes and it goes south so they expect they're expecting to get the reward but the risk based on the risk they lost a lot and so here come here comes uh, you got to pay your insurance premiums guess what you don't have the UEC to pay it up you don't have enough. Well, maybe you there was an infraction that you refused to get scanned and you kept going. Small infractions or small law infractions that can land you in jail. And based on uh, you running into hardships, you you will not be able to pay those premiums or, or pay those fines. You go to jail. And it's not to say that you you killed someone or did something really bad. It's just the fact that you have to be mindful of taking care of your stuff in the game basically being an adult <laughs> oh, God. well here you know some of the things they talked about with the prison system they talked about uh this aspect of possibly trying to escape they've talked about working in the mines through a merit system so that you can finally get yourself out they've talked about the fact that there's going to be the boxing ring where people can fight and there's possibly gambling that's involved in that but I've also tried to think about what are the things that will make people want to go to prison. And I'm not just talking about for the sake of going. But think about the idea of possible information that's only gained from other prisoners who are in the prison. NPCs, guards, uh, someone who is considered one of the worst criminals in a sector that if you happen to get paired up or find this person, you can find out black market information. There may be some a whole other level of gameplay. Kind of think of it as like a side mission that you would do in a big MMO. If you happen to go to the prison, there are all these other things that you could do that people like me and FastCard on the outside wouldn't have access to, we wouldn't know about. But for those dirty scoundrels like Kimmy and Seer, those guys, <laughs> they will be able to get some valuable information when they go into prison. So I'm I'm looking forward to CIG making it even bigger than what they've – and I'm sure they will because they always seem to – bigger than what they've told us so far and there's a lot of they always tell us there are things that, that they don't want to tell us about because they want us to find on our own but i am curious about this whole you guys give me your thoughts about this mechanized prison that uh, has no guards what do you think they're going to do as far as being able to escape by that because once you escape once will you be able to go in and escape again the same way what do you think well, real quick i just want to say people are going to want to go to prison for street crime or just space crime yeah yeah, there will be some people who say they went, right? I want to see what it's like, right? That's a good point. Uh, I like that too. I'm pretty sure all the big YouTubers will will freaking say, I went to prison, they'll do prison gameplay, and then I'm like, okay, I don't need to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, flawed, no. There are not going to be guards there. It's all going to be a mechanized prison. So, uh, yeah, it's all automated. 
We don't know exactly what that means completely, but we do know that it is automated. It's not manned. Kimmy, you going to go to prison or are you going to stay out of it? Uh, I might have to try it once. <laughs> but, I, but, I, but look, if, if I was a part of a syndicate or I was a pirate, I definitely to glean information and gain more reputation on that side of the law and to build my reputation and, and get respect. But then it w I would be privy to certain missions and uh, locations of things. So now if I was not on the side of piracy or syndicates, then maybe I could use that information to bargain my way to get out sooner. Or actually, once I get out, I can get together a, a squad or a group and go to that location and make it happen for me, even though I'm not a, a pirate or a part of the syndicate. Yeah. But it's definitely about the reputation building and learning about aspects of trying to find that bottom line or profit uh, in the game. Yeah. Ops Chief makes a nice observation here. He says, don't forget that different planets and systems will have differing laws or jurisdictions attracting like-minded players. So that's going to be another factor of people thinking about when they're traveling someplace, if a, jurisdiction, a certain jurisdiction, certain types of people will be able to go other places and have greater freedom. They've even talked about uh, even the type of ship that you have, <coughs> luxury owners, uh, depending on where you go, you can land certain places where the riffraff cannot come. I was never speaking of anyone in this room, but uh, they have talked about the fact that there will be some cred in relation to even the type of ship that you have uh, going to certain locations. So, um, I'm, 10th Sigma, one of our people and uh, one of our members of Soul Citizens is throwing out something. He says, I'm telling you, white collar federal prisons. That would be cool. So <laughs> we'll see. Of course. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Um, one of the last notes I probably want to hit on tonight before we break off, uh, guys, in the newsletter. I, this is, I don't know if this was in the chairman's letter, concierge, or regular letter. There was a, a clue dropped that Origin is working on something that no one knows what it is, supposedly. Um, Origin, known for luxury ships, uh, you know, mixed feelings about Origin from a lot of players. What do you think may be introduced by them? We've got the 100 series, 300 series, 600 series, and the 890. Uh, what do you think the number might be? And what do you think a type of ship might be coming out of Origin? Will they break away from their luxury tradition? Or will they uh, stay in that stay in that space? What do you guys think? I want to jump in. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I noticed from the picture that if you look towards the bottom of whatever that ship was. It looks like the It was 890. Down, there was a, uh, okay, there was some sort of rover or something. So I'm wondering, will they have their version of their specific oh, rover Ursa. other than Ursa? Were they supposed to produce the Lynx or is that somebody else that was producing that? I think. I want to say. Uh, I thought it was supposed to have been the Carrick. Was it supposed to have been the Carrick eventually? Uh, that that was, uh, originally. No, I'm talking about the rover because the originally rover. there was a I, different I rover. I the Lynx rover. Like they're saying yeah, I think, in chat. I think, oh, oh, oh. I, I, I think. Yeah. I, I think they want to. I think they want to produce a rover, but I don't know. If, I don't know if it's a Lynx or not. Okay. It was Lynx. That was the name. It was the Lynx. Okay. Oh, it was. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, yeah that was no. Sears, right? That was the 890 that they were standing on the deck of, and so in the cab, rather, the captain's there, whatever. But uh, again, what do you guys think? Do you, what do you think they're going to produce? You think it might be? It maybe is a rover. Maybe they don't have a ground vehicle right now, um, other than the X1. I, other than the X1, that's all they've got, right? Yeah, true. 
No, the X1 is not a rover. The X1 is... Like no, I'm saying vehicle. ground ground vehicle. Right. I mean ground vehicle. Oh, ground vehicle. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I talked I talk to people at the Bar Citizen last night about, about the next origin ship. Mm-hmm. And um, whenever someone mentioned, like, maybe a partner series being a military, military version, that seems to gain traction. But that's just the adjust among among us. So, yeah, mm. the origin putting out a luxury military 500 series. JJ, thanks for that message. He says the Lynx is RSI. That was RSI. Okay. Yeah, the Phoenix. Ooh, Miss Hearts. Hey, good to see you. That's an interesting one. How many people would make a Hummer into a limo? How about a stretch rover? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can see that. People will buy it too. Well, who knows? I mean, we've got a one like we've got a one hundred, three hundred, a six hundred. So there's a gap between three hundred and six, right? So something could land in that area, and there's also a gap between six and eight ninety. I don't know. Do you guys think? Let me ask you this: Do you think there are too many luxury ships already in the game, or do you think that we could use another luxury something? And I don't know what that something could be because they don't have like a look. Well, I guess the yacht is, but I'm trying to think of something that's more luxury, the commercial. I don't think they Man, have anything that's so luxury mil- commercial. So many combat ships in this game. <laughs> I, mean, I, I want to see some more luxury. I want to see some more like um, mechanics. Yeah, utility. Thank you. Need more utility ships. ships. Utility industry. Exactly. Need more industry ships. But do you think that would come from? Do you think that would come from Origin though, or do you think Origin would stick with there? Okay. Okay. I honestly. They may put up something, but I don't know if it'll really fit. Like I, I I would never have seen Mess putting out a racer, but they did. Hmm. Yeah. Technically, three racers. One being a stealth racer, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. It's black. It's a black. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jared did go on this. This piece one time where he talked about how the different manufacturers we didn't want to think of them as locked into certain types of ships because Mitsubishi makes tractors and makes aircraft engines you know what I mean he did talk about that so do you think that they may try to do that I mean Origin so far has been that pretty much luxury line I mean even the has been the standard yeah you know um even I mean even their versions of like in the 100 series they've got a cargo version but they're in a racer but they're still on the luxury and same thing with the 300s yeah. um I, now, here's something that could happen. Do you think it could be the rework of the the eight of the six of the six hundred? They've told no, us that they're going to do a rework on it. They they've told us people, that. Some some people are thinking that, thinking it could be that too. Either a five hundred military variant or a six hundred yeah. rework. Mm, that's interesting. Well, I my, think it's the five hundred. Well, the five hundred. Mm, okay. A heavy fighter variant. Montoya said uh, to me, they're probably putting out an 890 variant. I said the community would go ape if they did that, so I don't think that's going to happen. The community would go ape if they put out a variant of the 890, so I don't think they'll go that high. But yeah, 600 and down, it could be any person's guess on that one. Okay, so... Um, Let's close with predictions, guys. I'm gonna hit you off the off from the side here. Uh, if you got a prediction for anything that's gonna happen between now and let's say CitizenCon, other than what's on the roadmap, what's a predi- no? Let's say let's say three nine between at three nine. Any predictions, you guys? Anything okay. will come yeah. out? Anything will come out. And the three nine is just a month away, guys. By the way, so we're almost at the next quarter. Right. And they'll give a death. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was I was thinking we're due for a new concept sale. Yeah, have we had a concept? No, we have no, not had a concept we haven't. Sale this we year. are due. You're we right. Are, we are past due for a concept sale. And the info runners and I were talking about this already. Like, what? Well, maybe this is the next concept sale. 
like they were hinting for it we haven't got a concept yeah. yet mm. so are they redoing a ship or are they making a new ship mm. yeah they said he they hit were. on what i was going to say after i was going to say they, they're going to tease us more about this new origin ship oh please yeah, don't do it like they did the mantis <laughs> i hate it how they, i hate how they revealed the oh, mantis. that was that out. out i was like yeah was, that was, was bad like, yeah, the, it's like the mantis is still not out so yeah, the it took way too long, oh way goodness. too long. Kimmy, I hope they at least learn from that. Yeah, Kimmy, what you got? Any, any predictions for uh, between now and three nine? Uh, just a another manufacturer probably coming. Well, I think it, first and foremost, it's going to be an origin something something. Mm -hmm. But it would be nice for them to come in with a manufacturer doing a different type of well, a, a, a feature that's already in the game. Maybe someone doing a version of salvage or, or something of that nature. Yeah, it's going to be more likely a sim something origin-based with a, a different functionality. Okay. I'm going to throw back a little bit here for my prediction. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping, if you guys remember back at CitizenCon at the ship session that they did, they talked about that refining ship. I would love oh, yeah. to see oh. that. But I would. That's from MISC, though. That was well, yeah, right, no, no, no. I'm, no, this is just a prediction. I'm oh, not referring okay. to origin. Oh, okay. I'm just okay. speaking of general prediction. I would love to see that that refining ship kick in because those of us who do mining, we know how wiped out we get. Yes. We're coming back with all of that <laughs> bad ore. So here's, so here's here's my question: Do you, do you think they're going to do both a origin and and a mining ship, or just one? Well, I know out of those four ships, that one got the biggest applause, and it seemed like that was the direction they kind of nodded their head toward. I guess it's just a matter of whenever they decide to do it. Yo, but it, that mining rover, give it to. Yeah, 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 yeah. That that was another one. You're right. Um, that's a good question. Those two are great. Yeah, if they like, pull we it. Have so, we have so many concept ships. Mm -hmm. We got two concept ships last year. Being the 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 Ares Starfighter yeah. or whatever they want to call it, I forgot. But we we got the Ares, more combat ships. Let's get away from combat and go yeah. more toward like unique cargo runners. Like, yeah, like maybe we have a cargo ship that's designed to carry a special kind of cargo, or we have a special kind of refining ship that's designed to refine to refine quantum or something. Mm -hmm. Like get a what's I understand this game is based around combat, but show. The people who don't like combat, some love. Yeah, please. Very good point. Very good combat point. Combat is gonna cost. I mean, I I already have plenty of ships. I am willing to melt some ships. <laughs> by, I I want I want to get rid of my combat ships because I am combat logistics. I am troop transport and I'm repair refuel. I'm yeah. literally a mechanic. Yeah. In game, I'm a mechanic. I was, I was, a, I was an avionics technician in the Marine Corps, and now I'm an avionics technician for Boeing. So I love troop transport because of the platform I worked on, and I love working on things. So I want to do that in game, straight up. I want to do it in game. So by the way, get rid of my combat ships. By the way, I'm still here. But you just can't see me. I don't know what's going on with, with the camera because I can see you. I can see you guys, but you don't see me on the on the stream. Oh, okay. Well, we can see you. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, we know you're oh, okay. there. Okay. Okay. Well, listen, on that note, uh, we're going to pack it in for the night. Um, we had a really great discussion tonight. Uh, I think I will say something hopefully you guys will agree with. CIG, you did a great job on the Carrick. Um, it, it's probably one it of really the did. better laid out ships that you guys have done, just from the response of people and other players, uh, even with the bugs that are there. 
people really I'm not hearing that this doesn't make any sense why did they put this here people seem to really be happy with the layout you can obviously see it's set up for uh, for people to do boarding parties uh, for PvP on board as well as it's very functional so we're gonna send you kudos on that uh, from the Soul citizens you guys agree with that did we give them a thumbs up on that one what do you guys think all right they're thumbing up all right so that's great <clears throat> All right, again, every, we'll go ahead for your fast card. You want to say something? Uh, that's what I remind people. If you're planning or even hinting or thinking about going to CitizenCon this year, make sure you go according, according to my right. going. Yes, we will this be there. This is my there. first CitizenCon. Really? Oh, we'll oh, be oh there. nice. Yep. Oh, dude. You, oh, you, and you're going to the one, too. This is going to be great. I mean, LA, LA yeah. is home for me. That's like a two-hour drive. Oh, oh, yeah. So you're there. Yeah, you're there. Yeah. All right. Well, you got to tell us where to go get the good food then, man, because last time I was there, exactly. I wasn't too happy. If you so. want good food, go to, you're going to have to go to Anaheim. You're going to have to go to Anaheim, All right. County. That's where I love the good food. All right. All the good wow. food. All right. Well, good. You, want, you can go to San Diego. Get, get, get your Volkswagen out. We're going to pile in, man. We'll all go go with you wherever we got to go, all right? <laughs> yeah, I, I got to say, uh, Austin Citizen Con, amazing. That was my first one. Yeah, it was great. Uh, I was blown away. Yeah, well, we want to encourage all you guys, especially if you're here in the States, save your dough, come to Citizen Con. It is definitely an experience, both in relation to the convention itself, but even more meeting people and connecting with people in the community. We've had such a great time the last few years we've been there. And this year, according to CIG, is going to be the best. So you don't want to miss out. Uh, anyway, thanks again for tuning in with us tonight. Fast card, you want to say something real quick? Thought I heard no. you. Nope. Okay. And Kimmy, you got anything? I love this community. Love you all. 07. Seer, anything you had to say, bro? I'm good. He's you good. You guys all have a good one. Stay safe. Seer had a long day, I could tell. <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. We really appreciate you guys, especially those of you all who put the word out on us for Twitter, uh, just bringing people to us. Please spread the word. Follow us. We'd love to have you back. And we look forward to seeing you guys first Sunday of next month here on Soul Citizen. So peace, love, and soul. <laughs> I had to do it. Good night, everybody. Good night. Seven. So, uh, are, are, are we ending or are we still broadcasting? <laughs> what? I didn't even hear the music. That's caught that train.